and welcome back to your alone with Trey Schneider. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize for last week not putting out an episode. Extremely unprofessional on my end. Um, however, I do feel justified in the fact that I had homework that was due and rather than record a podcast and give the listeners what they deserve, I selfishly did homework so that I can get ahead in life. Um, so I hope uh, I hope you guys can forgive me. Um, this one, this episode should be a little bit of fun. Um, first of all, happy Valentine's Day. We'll uh, we'll delve more into that here in a second, but uh, I hope everyone has a great Valentine's Day. First of all, let's jump into a very good idea that a coworker of mine, uh, Michael, you will be interviewing him here in the next, I would say, month or so. I haven't ironed out the details with him, so if he does listen to this and hears that I said in the next month or so he might uh, be a little caught off guard but that's okay um but he had a really good idea that he shared with me months ago and the other day we were rehashing it and i thought the only way that we can get this idea to come to fruition is if we get the support of the entire world and what better place to start than my podcast since everyone's listening um so we all get mail and um you know, sometimes it's bills, hate to see bills. Sometimes it's a package, really fun. Um, but other times it's junk mail. You've qualified for a credit card that you didn't ask for or um, a deal for a company you don't use and don't plan on using. So um, this idea is to make the postal service come crashing down as they are the providers of this spam. They're, you know, they're allowing it to exchange hands. It's a waste of their time. It's a waste of our time. It's a waste of everybody's time. So here's how this idea goes. And what Michael and myself are asking is that you guys do this too. So the Postal Service is obviously is a government agency. I'm sure everyone listening knows that. If you don't, uh, there's some good information for you. Uh, the government supports the postal service, um, but and, and they and they lose money. That's kind of the other thing is they it's a service the government provides, but they're not profitable at all. <clears throat> However, what if we wasted their time enough to the point where the postal service has to be shut down? So. Next time you go to your P.O. box or you go you, you go and check your mail, take a look. You got some spam mail in there. Take it back. Put it. Take that spam mail and remail it. It's going to come back to yourself. That's okay. But they're going to have to, you know, go through it. They're going to have to sort it again and put it back in your mailbox. In which case, you're going to go put it back in the mailing slot. And over time, it's gonna it's gonna pile up. And eventually, the Postal Service is going to drown under the weight of all the spam mail to the point where either the Postal Service goes out of business, essentially the government shuts it down, in which case UPS and FedEx and other shipping companies, I don't know if there's any other besides those two, um, they go out of business. 
or well, not sorry, not UPS or FedEx. I apologize. Uh, UPS and FedEx get increased business. Better for them. Um, you know, and our taxes can start going to other things. And the postal service, like I said, goes out of business. The government stops wasting that money. Now, the alternative to that is that the government then goes to these companies and says, you can't send spam mail anymore. It has to be directed to the person. It has to have their name. They have to have requested mail from you in order to mail. In which case, spam mail is now gone. And unfortunately, this doesn't really work for emails. So we'll, we'll have Michael on and see what his idea is for spam emails. But for now, spam mail, just regular mail, that's how we're going to get rid of it. And I need your guys' help. So starting tomorrow, when this comes out, or today when you're listening to this, remail your spam mail. I've already done it. I took some spam mail, dropped it off in the mailing box at the post office. So, let's let's bring them down. USPS, horns down. This last Sunday was the Super Bowl. Um, and it was a great game. You had the Kansas City Chiefs, who struggled all year, going up against the San Francisco 49ers, a team that dominated, but also really struggled in some parts. Um, but two, two teams that you know overall are just very good. The San Francisco 49ers with their high caliber offense that could score on anybody at will. And you have the 49ers, which are creating this dynasty uh, behind the arm of Patrick Mahomes. You've got Travis Kelsey, um, Andy Reid. It, it's hard to bet against those guys. Um, a lot of people said, oh, it was boring, it's slow. Um, I really liked it as a football fan. You had good offense. I mean, they scored, both teams scored in the 20s. But you also had, you know, good defense because a lot of shutouts, a lot of turnovers, uh, a lot of fun both ways. Um, records broken for longest field goals. I mean, doesn't get better than that. My favorite part, and I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time because I already have, um, Taylor Swift and her uh, hopefully soon-to-be husband, uh, celebrated, and everybody was so upset. You know, oh man, the 49ers let us down. America lost today. And the only thing I have to say is the game was about five hours. It started at 4.30, ended at about 9.30 Arizona time. And I saw the statistic the other day that came out that Taylor Swift was on screen for 54 seconds of the Super Bowl. So... If you're upset with her, you're gonna let 50, you're gonna let less than a minute out of five hours dictate your feelings. You're a loser. Charles Barkley said it best. You're a loser. I'm sorry. Um, ho- hopefully you don't take offense to that because if you do, then you really are a loser and, and maybe should rethink your life. But uh, just know that it's not that serious, man. It's not that deep. Um, so I want to get into a couple things that are in, a couple things that are out this week in, in my life, because I know that everyone's itching to know. Um, and the main reason I'm sharing this is hopefully you guys will be interested in the things that are in and, and I can share these things with you. And if they're not, then that's okay. Things that are in, 
cheesy spaghetti. Great recipe, man. So good. You've got the baby bella mushrooms. You've got chicken if you add it. This time we didn't, but the chicken's always good. Um, and those of you that are thinking cheesy spaghetti, that's gross. There's no red sauce. The sauce is like an actual like cheese sauce. It's closer to like mac and cheese, um, but it's not even mac and cheese. It's, it's just so good. Um, but, oh, it's so good. Anyways, that's in. Ate that this weekend. Loved it. Uh, if you want the recipe, reach out. I'll share it. It's so easy. It's all in your Instapot. Uh, and it takes like prep time to on the table, 30 minutes, maybe, maybe. And it is so good. Great meal prep meal too, if you're, if you're into that. Um, I don't know if it's actually healthy or not, but it's a, it's a very, like it's very good next day warmed up kind of deal. So good. Um, another thing that's in, uh, podcasts, not mine. I've been kind of, uh, not feeling my own podcast episodes lately, but uh, I've been listening to a lot of Trey Kennedy's Correct Opinions, Jake Triplett and Brad Ellis's Ghost Runners podcast, as well as uh, James Petrogallo and Jimmy Wisman's Small Town Murder. So good. So good. Daniel Tosh's Tosh Show, great. Um, I, I recently started listening to Nate Bargetzi's Nate Land part, podcast. So good. Um let me get into my phone here and see if I've been listening to anything else. I don't think I have been. Oh, I have been listening a little bit to New Heights with uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey. Not a whole lot. Um, one that I need to get into is uh, Insanely Chill and TMG. I li I've listened to very small amounts of theirs, and I love it, but I already listen to a lot of podcasts. So um, they're kind of my fillers when I've caught up on everything else, but very good. Another thing that's in, uh, let's see my music. What's going on here? Boy Genius. Wow. My wife has loved Boy Genius. I don't even know if she knows this, so she'll probably figure it out when she listens to the podcast, if she does. Um, but Boy Genius, The Record, great album. You've got my three favorite songs from them all come from The Record. True Blue is my favorite from Boy Genius. Uh, Satanist and Not Strong Enough, just so good. Um, another one, Billy Joel's new song, Turn the Lights Back On, performed it at the Grammys. So good. So, so good. Um, yeah, that's what's currently in, uh, currently out. Uh, Matt Reif. Uh, I don't even know if he's currently on for anybody, but or currently in for anybody, but uh, just not into him. Shane Gillis is kind of in that boat for me. I think that they can be funny. I've laughed at some of the things they've said, but... For the most part, not really into into their comedy at the moment. Um, another thing that's out. I know that this sounds like a stupid uh, like New Year's like like a Gen Z like Instagram story, but that's okay. Um, out not reading for me. I'm not really a reader. Um, I used to be really into it when I was in school, and you know you had to take the accelerated reader tests. Um, but since I've since I've been married, I didn't read at all. And right before the uh, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes came out, I read that book. So good. Can't wait to see the movie. Waiting for it to come out. Um, and I recently started Matthew Perry's uh, memoir. I actually bought it before he died, like months, maybe even a year before he died. 
and I didn't read it. I just kind of like threw it on my shelf and I was like, I'll read it someday when I'm 55. Um, but I started reading it. He, he, you know, obviously he's a very funny guy. You watched friends and, um, what was that other one he was in that I really liked? The one with him and Zac Efron and everyone's screaming it at me right now. Unfortunately, I can't hear you. Um, I keep wanting to say 13 going on 30, but it's not it. Anyways. Oh, 17 again. 17 again. There it is. Found it. Um, great movie. Very funny. Um, but, but to read a book where he's sharing his challenges and, and the things that he went through and, and how hard a lot of things were for him. And I won't lie. Like, I know that a lot of people are probably like, oh, I don't feel bad for him. He, he made so much money and everyone loved him and stuff. And it's like, that's true. Like I, I, you know, but he talks about a lot of the pressure he felt being Chandler and being the funny guy that everybody knew. And, um, not that I've ever been that for anybody, but, um, I've tried to be that. And just the pressure that I felt to be funny to my small circle of family, friends, like that felt like a lot. And, you know, I can't imagine being that for a country, essentially, for for an entire industry of entertainers to be that funny guy and always have to be on. And I couldn't imagine. But that's currently in. I love that. Uh, still reading it. But so far, I rated a 10 out of 10 so far. You know, so. Um, yeah, let's get into uh, the Valentine's Day special portion. So I'm going to call this the so of the week. Uh, so obviously meaning significant other, because that was very obvious from when I said it. Um, I asked I asked two people um, to provide me just a little excerpt of their thoughts and feelings towards their significant others in honor of Valentine's Day today. Um, and I added my own. So I'm going to read these off. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of, a lot of you who have significant others, even if you don't hear this from them, I'm sure they feel this way. I should be better with my words considering the fact that I'm currently talking into a microphone. Um, but I know that I oftentimes let, let opportunities to, um, praise and love my wife with my words go by without, uh, taking advantage of those moments. So, um, one of these excerpts is mine. Two of them are from other people. Um, and just know that you are loved. Even if you don't have a significant other, there are others who love you and are thinking of you. And at the very least, I'm always an ear willing to listen. So don't, don't uh, hesitate to reach out. But we'll start with this first one. Um, quote, I love my significant other's maturity, life goals, motivation, and drive. Um, that's awesome. This one says, my significant other has the patience of foreign scammers. She allows me to forge whatever path I feel is right and never puts me down when they don't pan out how I pictured them. She is so graceful in that she supports me and loves me even when I'm wrong. And that's the case every time. Despite the challenges that she faces, she takes everything one step at a time and keeps me grounded in the tasks at hand. She doesn't know how much I love her, and I hope that she has a beautiful Valentine's Day. Last one. 
I love how I love how people are attracted to my significant other's personality. Who gets to know her and doesn't love her? Question mark. Everyone loves her, and this is why. Number one, she's completely unselfish. My significant other cares about those that she loves, and she is loyal and giving to everyone around her. Two, she is common sense. My significant other doesn't sweat the small stuff. In parentheses, like I do, um, she knows it's a waste of time. Number three, she likes her time with me. In parentheses, selfishly, a favorite trait of mine. Uh, my significant other reminds me that we need us time. That time is important, and she knows it. She's done that since we were 18 years old. Number four, I recently learned that in the last year or so, she is an amazing grandma. This surprises nobody. Number five, she likes to work and play. My significant other isn't afraid of either of those things and is great at both. And to end it, she's a beauty inside and out. Uh, that was beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, um, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you guys get a great little uh, dinner. Spend some quality time with those that you love, even if you don't have a significant other. Uh, like Have a Galentine's or get together with your friends um, or family even just to uh, bask in the love that others have for you and the love that you have for them. Um, other than that, I'll see you guys next week. Bow, 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 bow.